Welcome to Life Talk, a series of thought-provoking podcasts specifically developed to thoroughly enrapture, dynamically expand, and potentially enrich your life by challenging your heart. And now, here's Craig. We all have pain. But what about the kind of pain that is so deep that it moves us to paralysis? Well, there's pain, and then there's the intensely deep pain. Well, we all have pain. We all have pain of failed experiences, of sordid disappointments, of wasted opportunities and wasted investments that we thought were opportunities. There's the pain of not being where we imagine being, of being forced to embrace dreams as more of fantasy than substance and grieving the loss of all of that. There's the pain of friends in flight and fortitude forgotten. There's the pain of growing up and the pain of growing jaded. The pain of a world devolving despite relentless efforts to reverse it all. The pain of diminished confidence in our fellow man and a diminished confidence when the fellow man is us. There's the pain of watching others in pain and the pain of feeling our own pain, whatever it might be. And then to top it all off, there's pain that we can't even identify despite our desperate efforts to do so, which makes whatever is hurting us hurt all the more. Yeah, there's pain and we all have it. And then there's the core of your soul kind of pain that's entirely different. It's the kind of pain that's rarely sharp, but indisputably debilitating, profoundly aching to a paralyzing numbness with a a venomous bite that's emotionally heart-stopping. That kind of pain is exceedingly more painful and powerful. That kind of pain kills. It's not a straight-up obvious kind of death, but more the killing of the soul that leaves us alive while simultaneously dead. It's a pain that flaunts healing, that defies a cure, and that leaves a forever limp in our souls, if not something more paraplegic in nature. This kind of pain is entirely unreasonable and terribly cruel in terms of its intensity, but it makes sense in terms of our humanity. It seems reasonable that we would feel this way or could feel this way. There's something of depth and soulness about our humanity that makes perfect sense of this kind of pain. Yet it's horrific despite the fact that it makes sense. We can embrace it as feasible, but we prefer to reject it as entirely too painful. Well, when we feel this kind of pain, we would often gladly give up some of our humanity to whittle down the pain a bit. Such is the intensity of our pain that we often wonder if we'll ever recover or recover fully. We often think that if the world is capable of inflicting such pain and we're capable of feeling it, what kind of world is this anyway? And if the world's capable of doing this to people and we're capable of feeling stuff at this depth, it's likely that the world's going to continue to hurt us because it can and it ultimately will. Well, probably the first step in dealing with this kind of pain is to acknowledge that we do experience pain and that we will continue to experience pain. Pain seems to be accentuated when we fight it as cruel, unjust, wicked, and inherently destructive. And it's in fighting pain that we can escalate pain. 
The battle against pain is where a significant degree of our pain comes from in the first place. Now, this is not to say that we welcome pain into our lives with open arms and loving words of passionate greeting. Rather, it's to embrace the fact that life has its fair share of pain and we're going to experience our fair share of it. It's refusing to take the principles of fairness and justice as some kind of ethical template and affix them over our pain because when we do, it's highly likely that our pain is going to be unjust. And when that becomes painfully obvious, we rage and tantrum about the injustices perpetrated upon us in some childish rant that really only serves to expend more energy and amplify our pain. We will experience pain, both just and unjust, and we'd be wise to accept that. You know, when we experience pain, our goal is that of eradication. No one likes pain, at least almost no one. Because we're adverse to pain, our first goal is to eliminate it. There's really no other reflexive orientation that we have other than to take some sort of step to get rid of it. The natural and ingrained response when we incur pain is to react in a way that will make it stop. That action is essentially habitual, something that we do without ever even realizing what we're doing. It's only in recognizing that we're doing something that we can ever ask why we're doing it. The largely unrecognized yet terribly fatal flaw in a, in a sole focus on pain eradication is that taking action to stop the pain will typically direct our efforts solely to the more superficial aspects of our pain rather than focusing on the deeper dynamics which are in all likelihood the major source of our pain. Well, you know, there's a language in pain. I think pain is telling us something. Well, we don't take enough time to ask what pain is telling us because we're too busy trying to get rid of it. We wanted to shut up. We've long lost the language of pain. We don't see it as an indicator, a light on the dashboard of our lives, sort of a warning siren signaling the approach of something, or a red light that suggests that we'd be wise to come to a full stop. Pain's no longer a system of the body or a relationship or of life that's flagging us down before we fall down. We've meticulously demoted pain to being nothing more than pain, and in the demotion, we've come to conveniently assume that it's pain only and nothing else. And we've stripped it and silenced it. And because we have, its warnings go unheeded because we don't hear them. Well, in pain, I would like to suggest something. I would like to suggest that pain makes us authentic. Kylie Gilbrand said that your pain is the breaking of the shell that encloses your understanding. Well, whatever that shell is, it's solid to the point that it's impenetrable. Typically, that shell is constructed from the composite material of our defense mechanisms, and it's fired to a steeled strength in the blast furnace of our previous pain. We're constantly constructing methods to protect ourselves from threats that are in some instances, instances that is quite real and in other instances are a product of our imagination that are fed by real experiences. Pain demolishes those shells. Pain strips us raw in the sense that all of the games and all of the protective layers are ripped away. Pain draws us down and back up into authenticity. It's a raw and frighteningly vulnerable place to be, but it's a profound place from which to understand who we are and to grow deep in that understanding. Well, I think embracing pain really opens up life. An unknown author wrote that love means exposing yourself to the pain of being hurt. 
deeply hurt by someone you trust. Well, if we refuse to risk or feel pain, we've shut down vast amounts of the landscape of our lives. Refusing to feel pain means that we will refuse to ne engage nearly all of life. We huddle in some hovel, fearful and wincing at the very thought of pain. Crouched over with our arms wrapped about us in abject fear, we live out lives of desperate isolation. And it seems that the trade-off is far too costly. If we want to live, to live in a manner that's wholesale and abandoned to living itself, we'll need to accept pain. We'll need to quit trying to eradicate pain as a first step. We'll need to figure out what it's telling us. We need to let it reveal the true depths of who we are. And we need to grow in the wild concoction of all of that. So work toward resolution, but in the process, feel your pain. Let it teach you and let it let you really live. Thank you for joining us for Life Talk. For further information or additional resources, please visit www.craiglpc.com.